Welcome to You're Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Brent Sullivan. We're here. We're queer. Help! Textual Healing. So the log cabin Republicans recently yes. voted to endorse mm. Donald Trump for president. Cool. That was my normal way of opening. What you <laughs> listeners didn't hear was the more fun version of my opening because Elliot and Brent are we bitches. Liked it. Wait, he dubbed um, it fun, but it was like a sultry southern. We liked which it. is fun. Which is fun. We, we liked it. it. Which we, is we wanted fun. to keep it in. No, you didn't like it. You made fun of it. So no, we the log cabin Republicans endorsed <laughs> the president, and that endorsement, which they did in a Washington Post right. uh, editorial or not editorial opinion piece, um, was uh, that was their. Uh, Official announcement: The Lockheed Republicans in 2016 um, famously didn't endorse the president mm. at all during the election, uh, and that well, of made... course now there's only been only Don, Donald Trump has only done stuff to, of course, <laughs> win over yeah, the, the, right, the right. gay Republican yeah. vote. He is definitely courting those weird fringe <laughs> gay Republican people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that forced the former like president of people, yeah. the D.C. chapter of Lockheed Republicans, uh, Robert Turner, to resign his membership, saying there's no more fight left. The national board's endorsement of Trump and their subsequent and hollow Washington Post op-ed is a step too far. And this leaves me sad. <laughs> and it and it's true. It is sad because mm. it's a this is such an early endorsement. Now, the likelihood yeah. of Trump having a challenger uh, is slim. A real challenger. Slim. Right. Yeah, a real challenger is slim. So in some ways, this is kind of expected because most Republican organizations will endorse the sitting. Of course you know, president or any party, Democrat or Republican, you endorse the the president that is currently there that's running for re-election. So it's not a huge surprise, but it is, I mean, Trump has been a polarizing figure amongst gay Republicans, mm-hmm. especially because some of them support his outlandish sort of extreme statements, while others, most sort of gay Republicans are more moderate, more sort of they're, they're, they're socially liberal and economically conservative. Um, it's just it's wild to um, it's wild to imagine st- like still sticking behind him, you know, Republican or like Republican, gay Republican or not. What like what is he doing to actually win you over? And and so I, I mean I you know obviously I understand this Robert Turner's decision to leave. Yeah, I just I would love to know what these people I, I, stand I, for if they're if they're. I would take know, a more it. I would take a more fundamental critique, which is I don't I just don't understand the point of an organization such as this mm-hmm. that in theory has an advocacy agenda yeah. that hasn't accomplished anything. I, I, to me, when I read this article, it was just sad because it's like, you know, the gay rights movement has made significant progress uh, in the last, obviously, 10, 12 years. We all know that's true. Some, I think, deluded individuals will say it's because of gay Republicans, but mm-hmm. I, I think we all know that's not – that's just objectively not the case. Yeah. It's more 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 likely than not it's because of, you know, grassroots efforts and progressive Democrats mm-hmm. and a handful of – Republicans who who have come out in support of uh, gay marriage or, or gay issues because their children are gay. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Rob Portman in Ohio, um, Dick Cheney. So to me, it's just it's it's a sad article because uh, it's just a reminder that this group just it, there's no point in existing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand why this group still exists. If just be a Republican. You can. You can be. I yeah. mean, no one's beating up and killing gay people at, at Trump rallies. Just be a Republican. Go to the. Go to a, a Trump rally and be a Republican. Don't pretend like being a gay Republican is meaningful amongst a code group of, of people. Honor, uh, yeah, bad code of, of honor, honor or something. Yeah. Or that it's Im- improving progress or anything. Uh, that yes, <clears throat> I get. I get all of that. I, I taking an outsider's perspective and trying to see it through sort of a Republican's eyes, Donald Trump, for all that he is, which is Mm -hmm. absurd in a lot of ways, is by far the most progressive uh, Republican president the gay community has ever seen, ever, in the history of Republican presidents, if you think about it. He 
he I mean, he has he did not he's agreed to meet with log cabin Republicans. He's agreed to he's he's he had a openly gay person speak at the Republican National Convention. This was just years before uh, Bush wouldn't even mention a gay Republican, if anything, not even like talk about log cabin Republicans. He and yes, it's he's playing with the gay community and he's using them to sort of toy with voters and toy with issues and stuff. But that said, he's one of the most uh, casually okay with gay people, Republican presidents that we've ever had. And except trans people in the military. <laughs> except trans people. Exactly. He's done horrible things. His, his record doesn't match his rhetoric at all. Right. At all. But that said... Think about it. Like, can you imagine Ronald Ronald Reagan famously wouldn't even mention AIDS until 1987? George H.W. Bush, he, yes, passed the Ryan White Act, but he had no involvement with any LGBT issues at all during his administration. But I, what is what do we gain from a president that that thinks gay people isn't aren't bad people but doesn't do anything to help them. I agree with that completely, but I'm saying as a gay Republican, right. if I'm coming from a gay Republican stance, like these log cabin Republicans are, and they see for the first time in their lifetimes right. a sitting president talk about how it's okay to be gay, how he loves his gay supporters, how he puts Andrew Thiel, is that his name? Andrew Thiel? Yeah, up Peter, at the Repub- Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel, excuse me, up at the Republican National Convention, and then the president comes out after Peter Thiel speech and says it's really great that you guys applauded for him yesterday that acknowledging how historic that moment was for republicans to have a gay openly gay person speak there that these are low bars i know i know i get it i from in my in my you opinion clapped. in my opinion yes that is a low bar you didn't it's, boo. it's horrible but from a gay republicans perspective right. that's probably something that's really exciting but at the, yeah i, but I guess this... i guess i back to, I, I i hear where you're coming from and i think back to my point is if that is what you find thrilling, uh, then I don't. I'm I don't, scared again, of your boat. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why you care about being a gay Republican. Yeah, I you agree. Should just be a Republican, which is right. probably and, where Robert Turner falls in. And, at the mean, same, and we also yeah. talk always about like the passage of time and how people are like, well, Hillary, Hillary didn't vote for uh, uh, a gay marriage, and it's like, right, nobody did at the time. Like yeah, right. Ronald Reagan was, for, of course, he didn't say AIDS. He was. Uh, uh, he was, you know, clearly, you know, homophobic and terrified, and obviously all of That's the. That's the things... funny thing. I don't think he was homophobic at all. Well, pri- privately, yeah. you mean, right? I privately, I don't think he was homophobic. Probably at all. not. He, he or openly maybe not. had a know. relationship, a friendship with, with Rock Hudson. With Rock Hudson, him and his wife, they pictured together up <clears throat> until, until the seventies. Until well, his, one of his sons is gay. Well, no, he's not. He's not. He was just a ballet dancer. Wasn't they? I thought one of Ronald Reagan's sons no. was gay. Did you no. say ballet or belly? Ballet. Ballet. Okay. No, he wasn't. There wasn't gay. There, that was the whole thing. Everyone, but then didn't Ron, everyone thinks Ron is gay, but right. he's not. But didn't Rock Hudson then? Not to go too far far off topic, but didn't he go to France for treatment for AIDS? And yeah, in nineteen Nancy refused uh, to. Provide assistance in some way. Yeah, to there him? was some. Uh, there was some government loophole that that he needed happen, right. and Nancy wouldn't take the call. Cool. And then he died. Um, and then he not, died. I'm not saying it's Nancy Reagan's fault, but cool. Anyway, yeah. with that all being said, like we have to also understand that there's a passage of time. Yeah. And you know, President Obama obviously pushed uh, pushed very hard for gay people, especially with gay marriage. And so, you know, I it could also be. It's so weird to say, but it's like maybe it would be too uh, um, he'd get too much shit if he was virulently anti-gay in yeah. a way that feels not timely. And uh, John McCain, you know, when he ran for president, famously did meet with long cabin Republicans. Mm. And he was he wasn't necessarily. I wouldn't Wait, I say you said Trump was the first to do it. Trump president president. Um, oh, OK. And and he, <clears throat> you know. It's sort of that direction of Republicans recognizing that they can't run on these anti-gay issues because it's not a winning strategy anymore, similar to how Democrats in the 1960s Lyndon Johnson famously realizing you can't run again for uh, like for segregation anymore. This has to stop. And you know, Lyndon Johnson famously said, "We've just lost the South when he signed the Civil Rights Act because Democrats were." Horribly racist segregationists, yeah. Southern Democrats, Southern Democrats, right? And and he had to make a decision for the party, and so Democrats kind of got in line. Richard Byrd famously got in line. Robert. He was or Robert Byrd, yeah. Uh, and he became more progressive as time went on. 
still was a monster. But right. uh, it's the same with Donald Trump. Yeah, he knows that he can't be anti-gay, but at right. the same time, it's okay to use trans people right, as a right. toy and mm. block them from the military. It's still so um, because no, of that two million dollars that that it costs to for the care that trans people in the dude, military it's need. It's wild to me. There's still some nothing oh. as. So ridiculous. So um, evident of Trump. So, nothing is more evident of Trump than that tweet he put out where he literally just tweeted out basically trans people can't and shouldn't serve in the military. He gave his reason and he ended it with thank you. <laughs> it was like, yeah. what? Thank you? Like it was the most yeah. bizarre, mm. polite stance to take for somebody who was just espousing virulently anti-trans yeah. rhetoric. Right, it's yeah, like right. on, on his you know medium of choice. It's just like. Thank like I just you're welcome. That, I just hate that he can have it both ways. Exactly. He can be so fucking disgustingly anti-trans, yes. and yet at the same time be applauded because by gay people. Time. Whereas if like a Democrat did that, a Democrat talked questionably about trans people in the yep. military, they would lose their election. Totally. They would Democrats would yeah. revolt. For and what I it's just, worth, it just it there's a me. very small number of gay people that are applauding Donald Trump. That's true. Right. Um, but, yeah, you're, but that, to your that, point, keep why, that in mind. Why, who are these? Uh, yeah. Who are these ghouls? Yeah. <laughs> who are these ghouls? Not even joking. Are you the one? Is a match match game on MTV? It's just like a garbage reality TV show that I happen to really enjoy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and basically, they they it's usually like eight single dudes, eight single girls. They're all hot and ready to fuck. Yeah. Um, but they have to. They've been like interviewed and all their past relationships have been taken into account mm. and they match them. So once they find their perfect match, they all win money. What? So they're all just like kissing and dating each other and trying How to figure out. How much money do they win? A million dollars. Oh my God. No. Yeah. So, but every time there's a mismatch, they lose $250,000 in these like ceremonial weird things that they do, right? That but is this twisted. Year, this year, <laughs> hang on, uh-huh. everyone's gender fluid. So it could be oh. anybody with anyone and everybody's so horny and like tattooed Ew. and has like belly button rings and I love yeah. it. Oh, That's exciting actually. Jade Catabretta, you are Hi. here to tell us about are you the we one? We just dived in. I what? love it. So wait, so 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 producers dis- deduce who would make a match with somebody else, right? They have like therapists and relationship experts, and like they go through their track records of relationships, and they go like, you know, they had trust issues once. She can't date a slut anymore. You know, like. See, this is so wi- it's wild to me because it makes relationships and human human relationships feel so um, simple and ca- like categorizable. It's like. Trust issue. It's like I don't know. It, it doesn't right. feel like real. I don't know. I feel like I've learned a lot about myself. <laughs> yeah. What have you learned? You know, just like repeat, repeating patterns with people, right. and then also like, you know, being horny versus being like intimately connected with someone, yeah. and how I just go for guys who have long hair and vans all the time. You know, right. yeah. that's what I've learned. There really is a separation between being horny and who you're intimate with. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. emotionally, it's just, it's so separate. And when I think you get to that point, it's like, it's euphoria when you get it, you understand When you get it. both, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But what's exciting is just America seeing, like, gender fluidity. How old and are these kids? They're, like, in their 20s. Okay. Like, the, the age that MTV hires, yeah. 18 right. to 24. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you guys remember watching those shows and thinking how old those people were? Yeah. yeah. I watch now, and I'm like, that's 24 going See, on 40. I oh, never no. thought they were that old, but I had to get it really bummed when I couldn't audition for Real World anymore. <laughs> Why, Why couldn't you? Wait, what, what age was that? Old? Like, What's the cutoff? Oh. I think it's 25. <gasps> yeah. Which sure. one did you want to audition for? All of them. I wanted to audition for everything because oh I wanted God. to be famous. That would yeah. be great. But, Wait, do you remember Next? Yes. <laughs> Ew. That's oh. not a show you should have auditioned for. Oh, my God. For. When they come out of the bus, yeah. like, <laughs> And when they started doing Gay Next, it was like yeah, that was extra embarrassing. I don't that was a moment where next. I was like, I wish we were still persecuted. Like, I didn't, yeah, truly. Like, I didn't want to get yeah. to I, that. It was bad. It went too far. Yeah. They, yeah. they would basically, like, I don't, I'm sure they did with women too, but I distinctly remember they get, like, they would do next and it would just be happen to be like a guy looking for another guy yeah, yeah. and they would be the most whew, repulsive repellent human beings yeah. who are like you know nick 19 like farts on command or it's like yeah. what is what Ooh, are nick's you setting hot. yourself up yeah. for uh, oh, that's I, gross. Man. I love the producers who would get the one-liners like and i just love to party like what <laughs> it's really weird lane um lane uh more Who's a mm-hmm. comedian from yeah. New York? Uh, she started a really funny, yeah, a, a site or I forget. I think it was, oh, it was an Instagram called like um, 
taglines of Next or something, oh, where she basically so screenshotted wow. all of those opening segments with their like three f- interesting facts about themselves, oh, and it's that. just joyful to look at and just I need to, to do remember. That. I love oh. science, but it's also down to fuck. Um, <laughs> exactly. But also loves anal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the Real Housewives one. We should all oh. have one. Oh, I have mine. What I have is mine it? too. Wait, you all have one? Yeah. I feel yeah. so I left out. I don't. definitely doesn't. No. Nope. Uh, mine is always save room for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> the end? The end. See, mine, you have to know my storyline on the show okay. to understand my of opener. Course. But because I would be a really big hit, people would know my storyline. Of course. Um, mine would be, live's a ball, and I've only got one. <laughs> I've heard that before. Because right. I have so testicular cow-wise. cancer. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's what yours? Like, I guess I've never really thought about it. I feel what? like I, it's, I'm really put, it, put on the spot now. Oh, um, if you're a Bravo viewer, you have, that's like, that's what you I know, learn, that's I what feel, you think about after the first year of watching. I know. I feel I mean, I don't know. Bethany just left today. I feel like really Bethany emotional. It's traumatic. Yeah. It's it, traumatic. Yeah, but we and had a little And she posted talk. that picture of her first season one with the puppy and the, the oh god. Cookie. Yeah, when Ramona was still like yeah. the bad bitch. Her the eyes looked straight. Wait, I was the other day I was at Surf Lodge right beside Ramona oh, for a Lupe Fiasco uh, concert. She's like holding on to her purse. Excuse me? Yeah. Ramona was at a Lupe Fiasco? Yes, with her daughter. <gasps> with Avery. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's still and weird. And friends. That's still weird. I she, her body no looks idea so what good. We're that's about. Ramona okay. looks literally amazing. No, you know who looks amazing? Luann. Yes, Luann oh. does look amazing. Money I saw can't her. buy you <laughs> My friend directed the video for the for the feeling. Oh, I was there. You I was were at there. the video show? I was at the video show. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Okay. It's actually Michael's friend. Let me let me, yeah. let me fill Brent yeah. in. Brent, uh, we're talking about the Real Housewives of New York. Okay. Luann <laughs> right. is, as you may have noticed or ever... Nope. No, okay. So Luann is this countess who yeah. initially her storylines were about how classy she was and how everybody should be classy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now several seasons mess. later, she's like a, she's been in rehab she's several so times. Yeah. However, Jade, you've been in pictures with her yes. on yes. Instagram. <laughs> Will you explain them? Yeah, please, please. explain. So, I don't know if you guys remember the, uh, the niece storyline. Uh, and yes. the New York Housewives. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah. very good friends with Denise. Oh, her niece. Uh, her niece. Yes. Who dated Adam? Yes. Who is my co-host on our podcast, Dick Zick, uh, Oh. And uh, and so we went to Sag Harbor for my first time in the Hamptons, <laughs> and boy, oh boy. Was she truly? Was her niece? Truly upset about. Truly was dating this guy and really? was like, "Hey, you should come on the show to get like a little bit of notice." And that happened. And then Carol. <laughs> Swooped in. That's wild. But they weren't like really officially dating anymore, but they were still seeing, you know, connected and still seeing each other. And do you, so you were literally on a boat with Countess Luann and her daughter and niece? (laughs) That's so funny. And then when I saw, oh my God, when I saw Ramon, I was like, my brain cannot take all this. Yeah, that's a lot to handle. It was a lot. How did you keep calm? I, I mean, they probably I would didn't. love it if you didn't keep calm. No, they they love it. I mean, you know, they're very self-aware. Luann yeah. is so self-aware. Like, she's just a co- really cool chick. Like, yeah. you meet her right away, you're like, I, I need her to like me. <laughs> right, yeah. And I, like, couldn't get dressed every night. I was having, like, panic attacks because oh, I wild. just... I imagine you know, being around, around Luann would be a lot of sort of, like, caftans and, like flowy things. She wears a lot of dress. She was like, let's go, darlings. Always on the go. Let's oh, go, wow. darlings. Oh, my God. So um, is that yeah. a, is that a, uh, uh, what do you, do you aspire to be uh, a Countess Luann type one of these days? I don't know. I, you know, In when I look at- later adulthood? My, I, you know, why not? It feels like they're having Would a lot of fun. Would you do a fun. reality show like that? Well, um- uh, maybe down later in life I would. Yeah. You know, it's almost like breast implants after children. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Now you're a stand-up comedian yeah. and a writer yeah. and a performer. And a podcaster. And a puppy podcaster. owner. And this is Cheryl. She's Cheryl's Hi, in Cheryl. studio with us. <laughs> Cheryl's just resting. Put on this for her. Little this little chihuahua. bandana for her. Um, well, we wanted to talk to you um, specifically. We thought it'd be fun to talk about young love mm. today. Um, we... Uh, <laughs> The three of us have always kind of been um, re- reluctant, reluctantly gay. It's like we kind of pick and choose, and then same, yeah. same, yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, you're reluctantly yes. gay. I'm bi- I'm bi, yeah. Right. But yes. I'm like, bi. you know, like anytime it gets too gay for me, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you, right. we can't have the same haircut. <laughs> we just, yeah, we just want <laughs> to be know? careful. So you um, can't use my lip yeah. gloss. Yeah, no thanks. So, so as a bisexual person, was your young love? Your I would first say pan. Love? I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. Pan. Now that it, there's yeah. further labels. Thank right. you. Pan. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Were you attracted initially? To, was your first love a, a man or a woman? I had. I feel like a lot of my early loves were boys, like mm. boy, oh, such yeah. boy boys, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And I realized I, for a long time, like um, whether 
all my male relationships were like trauma that I was repeating. Right. <laughs> is that yeah. too dark? Yeah. No, it's not no, dark. Not at all. You were really... also on Girl Code, so you you're very well, you know, versed in the in the world of understanding um, relationships and and you know how how that or at least talking about it. Yeah, no, it took me a long time. I actually, for the first time, I feel like this last year, kind of started dating women again, really mm. openly. I was wow. in a male relationship for a long time. Right. We were both comics, kind of in the community, and it just took me a little bit to get comfortable, like, even asking girls out. Yeah. Like, yeah. cute top. <laughs> and then yeah. run away. <laughs> um, what kind of yogurt do you eat? <laughs> ooh, that's a good one. I'm gonna I feel like that's a, that really is a polarizing ooh, question. Yeah, mm, no, yeah. I like that. Ooh, yeah. like, and about, you know. It's funny because when I think about young love, it reminds me. I remember seeing like Brokeback Mountain at the end of like college when it came out. Oh wow! And I was, it was, I was so, I sobbed. It was so emotional. And I saw it again recently, and I was, I'd realized how far I'd come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from that idealistic mm. view of romance, which right. is like you meet this one person, and you that was obviously kind of. They were tormented, which is obviously this kind of weird, like gay fetish. I feel, where you almost like kind of want your romance to be like tortured, tragic, tragic, right. yeah, um, tragic. But it's just so funny how like I don't think in those terms anymore. Oh, I don't th- Susan yeah, Sontag right. over here. Wow. I don't, I, I, Does pop culture interest you? I don't think in those terms. I don't use those categories. I don't think. I don't. I knew you were going to call that. Yeah. Out. I don't. <laughs> I don't think in like the romantic. Both like, men don't have to have wives and. Yeah, like well, like yeah. when will I find my life part? I'm just like I don't yeah. know. Who can I spend but a couple your of years love? with that I will? Who is your first love? Uh, I mean, I haven't been like in love with someone. Alan, who's your first? Oh my love? god. Yeah. Oh my I know mine first and last name. Oh, you do? Yeah, Will wait, Hereford. Wait, 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 oh, I know mine. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking like deep crushes or like? No, like first love, like when you're like, like fifth, like sixth grade. Lo- oh, yeah. oh, well, yeah, or or I mean, sure. or, or, or when you felt love. Because these guys yeah. tease me because my first love was a woman, a girl. Well, Elliot Stop was in right first here. grade. That's and not why we make fun her. of him. It's because of how young he actually was. How I was, I was like seven. Okay. But I was like, I, I loved it. her. But he wrestled her naked, and he basically calls it a hookup. <laughs> he says that's he's that's he had, an early he's had hookup. sex with a woman. Yeah, I swear to God, he's literally okay, was well, like wait a one time he was like, <laughs> thank you. I've, I've hooked up with thank women. You. Wait, well, I'm sorry. Wait, was you. it a grind to completion, or was it just well, we, like a? I mean, we were too young grade. for that, but we were topless. <laughs> that's her too. They weren't even full naked. Who's gonna tell him it's not sex? Who's gonna tell him? I didn't know you weren't full naked. I was never. I think no one's ever told Elliot that's not how sex works. Well, okay, there's different types of first loves. Oh and first, I guess for me, I'll yeah. just say for me, I think of first love being uh, Whitney when we were very young. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Cummings. I'm like, oh, that's got weird. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, I had a first love in um, uh, early high school who was a boy who didn't know. He, he had... He didn't know. I mean, we've talked about before how we would wrestle, and he didn't know. He, I don't know what was going on there. He's like, so this is when we take our shirts off. It was just right. weird. There was right. no, it was weird. It was weird. We just like yeah. slept under blankets and did, nothing happened. But it was. I was it's like an energy. In love. You feel an energy. Yeah, yeah connection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then um, my first love. As an adult, uh, was based off of a relationship from Live Journal, uh, but did, did turn into a real life relationship. Oh. The words were too real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Molly dropped... Tipton and Jake Current McDormand mood. and Manhattan Love Story. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh. but then my first love, and the guys remember, was a, a, a gentleman when I was in my early twenties in New York, who I could not believe existed. No less wanted to like. He talk was to exactly me. your type. But yeah. the thing At is, the like, time. what's love? We talk about this on my show a lot. Like, what's love and what's being dick sick? What's love and yes. what's endorphins yeah. in your brain? What's love and like a real connection I was versus sure. like. Yeah, dick sick is but real. But I convinced myself yeah. that oh, this is love, this is real, and like, right. I mean, it lasted like three <laughs> right. months, and See, I was like devastated. I don't when think it I've ended. ever really I've, been. Yeah. You said dick sick. Mm-hmm. Thank you I don't for think using I've the correct ever term. Really, I know, <laughs> said, it like, said it like a white mom. Did yeah. you just say <laughs> dick <laughs> sick? No, I don't. I don't think I've ever really been dick sick. Just because, like, the my first love was also the person I lost my virginity to. Oh, and I love that. I the think, doll? No, but yes, <laughs> but yes, the doll was involved. There was a um, the doll. Did, has you, a did name. you lube the doll head? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, but wow, with like you Vaseline. Knew to do that? You knew well, to do that? Well, after the, we tried without, yes, yeah. we knew to do Ooh. that. Wait, 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 before I lost my virginity to a real dick, I had this like Dennis Rodman doll as a birthday gag <laughs> gift. And and me and the guy I lost my virginity to was like, oh, let's try putting this each up each other's butts. And we did. And then we put our dicks up each other's butts. And boom, love. Wow. Right. Just yeah. like that. I love that there was no fingers, just straight like oh, doll dick to real dick. Okay, there were okay. some fingers. I like, think I would have st- thought to start with the foot and leg of that doll. Uh, oh, the dog. Yeah, no, we went yeah. head first, head first. Right. Um, but jumping off the deep end. I after that, after hooking up with, after being, I mean, we had with had, Rodney. We, yeah, after we had con- <laughs> continual sex for like a year, um, and we weren't dating, but it was just like constant sex, right? Yeah. And I really loved him, like I loved him. And then after mm. that, sex was like so kind of easy for me to get, you know. Yeah. So I never really felt dick sick for anyone because I knew I could get the dick. May I ask? Do you if, know? May I ask yeah. if your first boyfriend, with whom you lived in Chicago, <clears throat> yeah, was would you consider him your first love, like true relationship? He was my first relationship because we shared lives. Mm. I think when you share a life with somebody, that's when it becomes a relationship. Yeah, when you start when you start coordinating sort of like where you're going and he picks you up from the airport, that's a relationship. Uh, yeah. That was such a deal breaker mm-hmm. for me in my last relationship. I <laughs> I mean, I know I'm a comic and I'm at the airport a lot, but yeah, like, sure. at least offer it. Like, just yeah. pretend. Right. Like, just pretend. I'm not right. going to make you every time, you know, probably once in a while. Mm-hmm. But like, just want to spend that like extra time Burbank, with me. Like, if I'm at you're coming to pick you're me up. You're coming to pick me up in yeah. Burbank, yeah. no question. <laughs> you or have pay to, for the Uber. You have to pretend like you want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, re- that's really important. Yeah, yeah. A, guy, a guy I was uh, dating uh, last er, last year um, offered to pick me up at the airport, and I was gobsmacked yeah. because he was the first and only so person. Hot. Really? <laughs> Our, Who was, was that? We don't want to B- say names. B- yeah. Oh yeah, That's yeah, yeah. That I love that, that we all that have nicknames. Last year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was last year. End of last year. Yeah. yeah I mean, but ultimately, yeah. I, when when this gentleman offered to come from the airport, I almost fell over. Just gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. I could not. Acts I, of kindness well, see, this is, is your love language. One of your love languages. Oh, I love love languages. <laughs> Minus well, the Christian part, it's really good. I, I literally, <laughs> right. I was thinking about this the other day because you know, in prepping for this conversation, I was like talking about love and and, and like understanding what love actually feels like and I I literally fell in love with a dude because he, he was on house arrest he, oh whatever oh, wait did he have a bracelet wait, in his wait, like an ankle bracelet or the no fun part he did he was uh, emotionally unstable and was on house arrest. He was an alcoholic. Oh, that's and, my favorite. But the uh, sorry, because I know we've talked about this on the podcast before. What happened was Elliot at the time had this uh, fake tooth. Uh, Where in the front, front, baby, right front, front, right in the front. <laughs> and the, what, he was so he had an audition and he spent the night at this guy's house and he soaked it in some kind of cleaner. He lived in Laguna Beach and when and, he, and yeah. I and I soaked. I soaked it. I didn't bring my denture cleaner, and so I soaked it in Listerine, <laughs> thinking that would be oh, the trick. This is getting hotter blue by the second. Listerine. Yeah. So you woke blue, up and you had a blue front my tooth. Blue no. tooth. And this guy took it out of your hands and he scrubbed it with a toothbrush for you to get the and, blue and off. And I took a picture when he didn't know I was taking a picture because I had. Do you still a, have that picture? I want yeah, to see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had a chemical. Yeah. I had a chemical reaction that I have never experienced before, where I fell in. Like I fell in love, and for a week was like. I'm in a love. Week? Like a you week. like a being month? taken. I mean, yeah. I, I watch well, no, a lot I'm, of reality TV, but it, it feels like you like being taken care of. Like, sure, that's sure. a big yeah. thing for you. Someone in like, I, I, I couldn't believe I think it. It's the yeah. meaning behind the action. Like, if someone right. is willing to do that for you, that means they're caring for you on a level exactly. that you didn't realize. Exactly. It's like again, yeah. it's like being told, "I'll pick you up from the airport." I could like pass out because I, I can't believe it. I would pass out. I would pass out. I mean, I was going to ask you, Jade, like, it's so hard to find, to go on dates and find guys or girls that I feel, especially in L.A., maybe this is the case everywhere, they just don't give you that kind of consideration. They don't, they don't, I, I, and and I could be just at, at fault, as at fault at this as everyone else, but, like, I just go on dates and people kind of show up because they're just going through the motions and they're, they don't want to show you enthusiasm and they don't, they don't want to offer you kind of little things like, I'll pick you up at the airport. It freaks people out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to admit, like, as much as I want all this, like, if it happens too early on, there's something about it that makes yeah. me feel like, what the fuck do you want from me? Like, yeah. you know, and I meet a lot of, like, young, hot guys and then they're like, oh, I'm trying to be a comic. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> no chuckle fuckers, wait, wait, where do you meet young, hot guys? I was actually selling a bunch of stuff on 
on Instagram, like I wanted to redo my living room because I have anxiety. And yeah. um, this guy like came to pick up my rug and I was like, oh, hey, you're cute. And he was like, yeah. well, can I take you to coffee? I was like, yes, you can. Wow. Oh, so, that's great. Went to coffee, it was super cute. And then he said 25. I was already like, mm, how many Whoa. fingers can I put up my butt? But then, <laughs> right, right. then he was like a young comic and I was like, no. Yeah. No. Just take the rug. Just take the rug. Just take the rug. Keep it. But yeah, like if he can call me ma'am, I like it. But then yeah. it's like. Have you found different um like different dating experiences between men and, and women especially now that you're dating more women definitely like i feel like well i think the biggest difference is like women are just they just want to spend time together yeah like they want to be watching tv and doing that kind of stuff that almost yeah. feels like that's relationship really early on yeah and yeah. i'm a little more like sexual and yeah. i need someone who's a little more like we can't just be hanging out the right. first like few times we're <laughs> yeah do you know what i mean I'm like, literally, you're making me think literally I, I with my first uh uh one of my first loves serious boyfriends we just sat and watched the Celebrity Apprentice together. But I kind of love the, that too. The National Nightmare, and we yeah. cried with laughter, and it was like the most joyous, lovely, loving experience that laid the groundwork for like the two like lesbians we would become, basically. You yeah. Know? yeah, I kind of miss that. I kind of miss that part of it. I'm I not gonna that lie. With with Michael, my boyfriend, yeah. we went. You coexist beautifully. We do, don't we? Yes. Uh, Being in a room, not talking. Yes. Yeah, is we're very really important. We're They're very textures. good. Oh, they text yeah. across we the room. We text each other. <laughs> I the, hate you. In the house, yeah. I'm kind of bitter um, about love right now. I don't know. But no, well, on our first, my world. on yeah. our first sort of like date date, like we had had sex and everything before that, and met in San Francisco. But then when Phew. he, when yeah, but when he moved to Los Angeles, we went on like a date date. You know, we went to the, the Grove, had Cheesecake Factory, and then we were planning on going to see. Who are you, Teresa? I know. We really are. We really are. And then we went to go see Coco, and because Coco Aww. had just come out, I love that. Movie. And like. Who wept? Who wept more? I actually didn't really cry that much. He oh. cried oh, because I, I mean oh. it reminded him so much of, of course. his grandma. Is he and his, he's Mexican. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it just it was it <laughs> was that how dare it was you. like the, the the energy was just sort of there. And we were just there recently, and I was like, oh, that's where we went to go see Coca. It's, yeah, it's like a nice. It's just a touchstone moment Ugh. that you get. See, you know, I know. I, I, I'm kidding. I, know, I, love, it. I, I love it. I love it. I love I'm, it. I love I'm, it. I'm like Jade. I feel like, well, I've my heart has always been frozen solid, and all of my friends <laughs> know that. Let but, it go. Let it go. <laughs> but I, just I open feel your like social. I can do that. Okay. Uh, I just feel like social media has changed how I view relationships because it's so like it's this. It's just weird. Like you follow these guys. I follow. I follow this really hot UCLA student. And every six months, <laughs> what? I follow this really hot UCLA Online. student. Online, no, not I heard IRL. You. <laughs> and every six months, he gets into a new relationship, and then everything is about that. Like every oh, post, every worst. picture, I've poetry. Seen that. I see. I watch that poetry. Literally quotes like, "I thought I had it all figured out until I met you." Uh, and, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there is. He's just, there he's is. A, he's there a, he's really a, is. Stupid it's not college real. Student. It's, it's not, not real. I see that, but I see that with compensating. Who are you doing it for? Like, I understand a happy anniversary, like, or a happy birthday, or like yeah. something, but like, just like the like, this is my relationship. It's yep. just, it, it's bizarre. It yeah. feels like it, something's missing. It in makes person. me proud yeah. that like, if you go to my Instagram profile, there's. You, I mean, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna say you, it's you don't, you wouldn't even <laughs> you know I'm in a relationship, relationship. because it's not. But you've got to do a little because I feel like people start to like, oh, he's feel in un, there. Yeah, yeah, he's in the mix, right? But like, he, he's not the center. He's not that guy that I have to obsess over his birthday and all of the, which was yesterday, by the oh. way. Mm-hmm. Or I have to obsess over all these things about him publicly. Your compatibility was very natural. Is very natural. Yeah, you I feel so. very confident in who you are with each other together. I think we both think each other's an asshole. <laughs> and I think because of that, we like it. There's mm. something there's that there's we we don't fight really. I mean, we fight sometimes, but not a lot. But it's it's uh there's this aggression that it's just this back and forth of bickering. But J- it works. I love Jade, that. why are yeah. you why have you recently been feeling kind of like over it? What, well, what's I, contributed to that? I like I had a really really big crush on this girl, and we matched on Raya, and then yeah. <laughs> like random, and we went on a few dates, and she had just come out of this really really long relationship, and I knew it was like unrealistic, but I like actually felt why, just because like coming out of a boy relationship into like a brand new girl thing, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I I remember where I was two months after my eight yeah. year relationship, and yeah. 
nowhere near ready I to go I think we did a show dates, together even. two months after I was probably eight, like, yeah. yeah, just like, I was a zombie for yeah. like a year. Um, and then I was like excited about it and then like kind of got dumped and it was, I knew it was coming, but yeah. then just like that feeling was discouraging. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with, with uh, the, the airport man. Yeah. Dis- it's thing. like discouraging. Like but, I knew it was unreal. And then I was like, was I, she was way too cool for me all along. Well, and then I started to shrivel, you but know? But that's what's interesting yeah. to me. Wait, also, who's the airport man? BP. BP. Oh, okay. <laughs> what's interesting is that, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was called BP because he had the same name as Brent. So we needed to differentiate. I love that. Ultimately, Oops, I'm, I always, um, I, I always Blanche at the idea of Brent <laughs> loves when I say Blanche. I, know, I love just, using that it word. It blows me away. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it blow you away? I know, it's just such a bizarre word to hear you anyone yeah, it makes, say. It really. makes it sound like you're cooking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought you were just ma- calling my dog Blanche. Yeah. Like, me too. I thought you were like yeah. making fun of us. It's such I a, love the it's term. Like atypical. It's like big like, words are Cheryl. fun, but yeah, no, yeah. Not it's like always. a Julia Child's cookbook term. Yeah. Like, I don't expect you It's like it's like flanor. It's the word flanor. Yeah. It's the same word. Like I just left a flanour. <laughs> ah, ah. Okay, it made it makes me wince. I guess reconsider whatever whatever the word is. Um, I always am reticent to hear or think about or even think of using terms that are like it's too soon. I, I'm not ready for commitment because in my mm-hmm. I guess juvenile way, I'm like, why wouldn't you just go with it? Why not go? Why not go with it if but it that's feels the thing. good? It wasn't, mm-hmm. it, I knew that it was too soon, but it was like, ultimately, she just wasn't into it. Like, I freaked yeah. her out. and But I did open up, like, the second date, I was like, no, I want to make you come. Like, I was yeah. just really, like, <laughs> aggressive. And then I was, like, embarrassed at how aggressive I was. And then I was like, why? Like, I was, yeah, this, if somebody was into it, it yeah. would have been I do great. Feel, I do feel know? like if you have to have the moments of conversations of, are we going too fast? Yeah. Yeah. Is this too much? What is this? It's not It's flowing. a sign. It's, it's a, sign. a sign. And I knew but it wasn't flowing. Isn't that also important? But... No, it's not because, like, if you, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I agree. I, 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 you I don't only shouldn't have it. to talk about it. It uh, just yeah, happens. I can only yeah. test from my relationship, but like, Michael and I never spoke about being in a relationship. We just went in that direction. And even moving in together, it was never this big, massive conversation about, are we ready for this? Is this too much? Blah, blah, blah. It was just sort of like, it felt right. Yeah. So you just <clears throat> follow your I heart. Don't know. I mean, that, that, <laughs> I don't know. that feels right. But then also, I'm like, you have to have communication, like all these words. Communication and is can be a lot more than just words. I agree. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but then you know, my thing is like <laughs> then all that. after this one, who like was not interested clearly, right. and I was like, but maybe. Um, I just like slept with a bunch of dudes who were super interested, and then that yeah. was like a big turnoff because like, they were right, too yeah. into it, and yeah. so it's it like is, it's a weird game. In the middle, yeah, oh, like, it never ends. It never does. Love. Um, b- before you go. And I want to ask all of you guys, yes. in terms of your first love or first loves, when you think back now, does it seem silly, sillier than it was? Or do you kind of honor the romantic feelings you had then, even if you were younger and whatever? I still honor mine. I had, I had kind of a weird run and I was in New York like... I want to say like seven years ago, I was still with my ex and we got in a fight and my dad was like, just go walk, go look at a gallery. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I was in New York. And then I just started walking and I found this thing where, you know, they have these loft apartments where they show art, so yeah. they're allowed yeah. to live in the apartment. Yeah. And I look at the program, third floor, Will Hereford, my oh, first love. Weird. I hadn't seen him oh. in years. I oh. walked, And it had been raining, so I was soaking wet. And I oh, walked up and so we like Moore. caught eyes. Yeah, and he was like, you guys, this is my first girlfriend I ever had. I was oh like, Oh my God, that that's crazy. crazy. So then we spent this day like looking through photo albums and he told me how like my dad inspired him to go into photography, wow. all this crazy shit. But yeah, and I was like, maybe. Like our timing yeah, was yeah, off. He's yeah. married now and Whoa. he's a great guy. But wow. What about you guys? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, so uh, every, everyone who knows me knows that uh, my <laughs> first love was is the uh, a guy who I went K through twelve with. He I remain completely obsessed I like with that. him. Wait, I thought you said gay through twelve. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. K through okay, twelve. Yeah. I remember. I, I I follow everything in his life. I watch all of his Instagram videos within fifteen seconds of them being posted. Oh God. And God. my example of the story you just told Jade was that he recently sent me an LOL for one of my stories. And so there you exciting. go. Yes, oh. very exciting. Wow. For me, exciting. for me personally, every single time I see Dennis Rodman, I my heart, <laughs> my heart just stops. stops. Even with all the, even with the North Korea yeah, stuff. Yeah, really even North Korea. Korea, that's my man saving the world. <laughs> your first love, my your first, first love. love, plastic Dennis Rodman. My, wait, what was your first celebrity? Mine was Jonathan Taylor Thomas, one hundred percent. That's why I'm still, I'm bi because it was like, is it a boy? Is it a girl? Yeah. Mine was Brad Pitt. 
Yeah, I think mine still is. Fred, Fred Savage. <laughs> oh God! Why is that so weird? It, it is, is so such weird. a nerdy nerd. I love you it. You the guy that hosted Press Your Luck. Oh, Peter Tamarkin. You watched. The... You watched it with nipple clamps. No, I on. didn't. I, in retrospect, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that guy was handsome. Seven year old nipple clamps. <laughs> Tiny little paper clips. He's wrestling oh, girls man. nude. Can I have little? Jade, thank Nipple. you so much for being here. Oh my gosh. Where can people Jade, find so you? Great. Well, very exciting. November 7th, 16th, and 17th, I'll be at BravoCon opening for Countess oh, Luann. Wow. <laughs> Sorry to laugh. That's wow, amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm very excited. I am so excited for you. That's yeah. great. I have some secret stuff coming up I can't talk about yet, okay. but look at um, at the Jade movie as my Instagram and all my, um, I'll be. Yay. Look for dates. Look for dates. I'll be sledding around. And look for me on Raya. Thank you for being here. <laughs> And another thing. I wanted to talk about our styles mm. and and if and how being gay influences your style. Mm. And I can I mean I'll start off by saying that um I I never I never like know <laughs> because I wear like I tend to wear some colors, but I mix them with blacks. I like some patterns or whatever. And so I feel like my style is um kind of gay, I guess. Uh -huh. But then I feel like when I go somewhere else or like when I see baggy jeans on a guy, yeah. I'm like, okay, my style's gay because that is not, that is so yeah. far from gay, seeing like loose, baggy, or like boot cut jeans. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering, what do you guys, how do you guys, do you, do you connote uh, sexuality to your styles so at all? I, 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 I broke my style down into, there's some categories that I fit, form-fitting, bright colors, shorter shorts, and I wear briefs. Right. I've never mm -hmm. met a gay guy in my life who, who wears, wears boxer boxers. shorts. Never. never in my life. Never. But I don't. I, I. I would still say that I'm like simple in my fashion, not fierce or fabulous. And I sometimes wear children's clothing because it fits me better. <laughs> right. 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 So I, and I never. I don't care about any like label, reputation, or anything in the mall. Right. So I, I'm a little yeah. bit of both, I guess. I. <laughs> of course, I had the problem with the question. I, <laughs> I, when I first read the question, my first instinct was, well, everything I wear is gay because I am gay. Like it's, it's. Sure. I don't. Th I, and I get what I get with the question. I get the point of the question, but I also think <clears throat> more of the question should be, are you not wearing things because you fear it makes you look gay? Mm, sure. And and I think that is a, a really interesting point yeah. to the question because sure. I think that's that's a lot of a lot of gay people's queer people in general's reality is yeah. hiding their sexuality through their clothes, assimilating right. to a more masculine society in male sense in order to fit within sort of the norm of what is a man, quote yeah. unquote. And for me, I do think, yes, my style is very gay. I'm very open to wearing whatever. If I'm feeling it, I'll wear a dress if I want to. I'll wear a flowy, like right now I'm wearing a kimono. It's a beautiful, like, it's a beautiful yeah. kimono. I, thank you. Um, but like- You're I'm, often draped in, in smocks and <laughs> Yes, such. I yeah. am. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I it, it, but it didn't, it wasn't all, I didn't have the confidence always to do that because for so long, I remember as a kid and a young adult, even though I would always kind of wear weird things, there still was a level of, am I going too far? Mm. Like what I want to wear sometimes would scare me because it would make me feel too gay. Yeah. And to the point where I couldn't publicly defend it. Because That's then, so interesting. Because then I would stand out and I like standing out. And so sometimes I look at, you know. What do you mean you couldn't publicly defend it? I didn't have. I didn't have the ability to make a case for why I should be you mean if, like, wearing somebody what I'm wearing. If somebody teased you or yeah, something? Yeah, which people yeah. do regularly. I mean, people tease me. There are times, even now, that I remember on a past podcast, you, you had mentioned something about, like, you know, in urban cities, just it being okay to sort of walk around and be gay and stuff. And that made me step back for a second and think, like, it really hurts when it doesn't hurt. It makes me feel uncomfortable sometimes when somebody stares. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. They obsess over something that I enjoy doing or wearing, or I feel very comfortable in what I'm wearing. But at the same time, you feel gawked on. I, ab if... I absolutely can. I understand that. I mean, I've been in places where you know. I mean, the clothes that I wear. I, I mean, I guess like they're colorful or sometimes quote unquote fun. I don't even know how to <laughs> put it. But I, in smaller cities, I have felt like, oh no, like will this put a target on my back? 
Yeah. And I'm not even wearing anything like yeah. like you know super loud. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's interesting. It does really it does happen. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. And it, I mean it is a so like the whole question of like you know uh, how gay is your style? I mean I think everything I do is very gay. Right. Or how how much how much does your does being gay influence your style? I think being queer in a way allows me to wear what I want to wear yeah. because I don't have to I don't feel like I only have to live within the men's section of Nordstrom or whatever, you sure. know what I mean? Like I don't have to only do one thing or exist in one way. Um and I don't think a lot of straight dudes think that way. Yeah, don't they don't. So. And that's that's what's interesting too is I remember. And I don't think a lot of gay guys do either. I think do a lot what? of gay guys will only shop at certain men's stores or men's section of Target or whatever because they think that that's where they're going to find only what totally. they're supposed to be buying. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say sure. the thing that it makes me think of is um, there's like stores in – like I, li- I lived in New York and L.A. So in New York in like Chelsea – there are these stores that literally never even crossed my mind yeah. until I dated, until I had a boyfriend who cared about jeans. Well, he and his yeah. fr- he and his friends were fashion were fashiony, yeah. and so they would bring me to stores where I was like, I literally didn't know this existed. Yeah, I know. And or I've even walked past them before. That's what I mean. And I never noticed that they sold jeans. Not a clue. Yeah. I just was like, oh, that's a store. I guess. And there's a store yeah. here that just closed. Five hundred dollar jeans. Yeah. Right, but there's there's a store in New York, which is insane, called yeah. Jeffrey. That I uh, Jeffrey, honey, <laughs> honey, I'm going to Jeffrey. <laughs> what is Jeffrey? That is like so so I never even knew it existed, but it's a huge, really big, like men's. It's not a boutique because it's big. It's like a department store. And if you remember, there was an SNL sketch with Jimmy Fallon, Sean Hayes, and oh, Bi- yeah. Will Ferrell. I remember that. Where they're like folding clothes. They're all very gay, and they're in a clothing store. And Will Ferrell comes in in like a scooter, and they're very fashiony, and he has like a uh, like a. Uh, a cell phone that's tiny and he's like reading an email it's so funny but it's that's supposed to take place in this place Jeffrey Mm -hmm. and I in going there it's like I I do feel like what would I buy here what would I wear but then at the same time like you know uh, on the flip side I'll say this I went on a date at the turn of the year with a guy who I think I met on Instagram and when he showed up it was I, I I guess I'd never really thought of myself as someone who really cared that much about fashion. I think I I put my best foot forward, but I you know, I have a certain style. I don't really care what other people's style is. Um I've never gone on a date with someone who's so poorly dressed. Really? And it was oh wow shocking. What were they wearing? Uh, it was he was wearing uh Really baggy jeans okay. that were sent that seemed, and he was not. Let me stress, he was not fashionably he, baggy. Uh, yes, he was not poor. Also, I'm gonna kind of make it seem like he's a peasant, but he he had <laughs> really baggy jeans that he seemed to cinch with like a a tight belt, so they kind of almost bunched like middle in front. School. He had a very badly fitting T-shirt, and I think like a collared shirt over that that was too long. Mm-hmm. His hair was a disaster. <laughs> Uh, I personally was just not into him, but it was so I was so surprised. Sure, and it was the first time that I'd ever been like I I I've never really noticed fashion before. Yeah. But yeah. this this guy was so out of the norm, quote unquote, that that I was like, I guess I do have I guess some standards. Yeah, and you do. I mean, um, I've yeah. I've I've heard you even say things <clears throat> like, oh, like that's like I. I don't know. You just you've made certain points about like yeah, you wouldn't wear a baggy shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, for I myself, say, yeah. Like clothes. For however amount of confidence that I have in myself and my ability to communicate or perform or whatever, I the the least confident I have ever been in my life throughout my life has been clothing. Like I, it's been such an uncomfortable topic for me, both as a larger person when I was a kid and as an adult. And because there, there's a limited options out there, for, especially if you want to dress in a certain way. And then on top of that, like I sometimes then when I did lose all the weight, I was able to wear the things that everyone else was wearing. But I never, I just felt like I was kind of doing what I was told to do, sure, because all the other gay guys were doing it, sure. And it really was meeting Michael because Michael is a designer, fashion designer, does a lot of, he just wears what he wants, and it was finding that confidence that. Gave me a little bit more of the confidence, but even now, there's still moments of like, I feel really comfortable in what I'm wearing, and I feel like I look great. But then I see some person staring at me, and it's like, 
I mean, I've got to the point now where like now at like stores and stuff, if someone's staring at me, I'll just do like a double take and go <laughs> <laughs> and like and let's like make it clear that I see that they're staring right, at right, me. Right, right. Um, but what are your go to? Uh, what are your go to? St- Stores, if you have them, and denim choice by chance, if you have them. I have neither. Neither. No. Yeah. No one place no. that you like to go. Just flea markets. I don't. Oh, wear, okay. I don't wear a lot of denim, surprisingly. Mm. Um, but I. Etsy. I wear. Good, Etsy. Oh, yeah. Etsy's good. I wear Good American a lot, right. which is like Chloe uh, Kardashian's jean company. Are there small stores um, that you like? In mall particular? stores? Yeah, store in a mall. Um, well, we go to Zara a lot for inspiration. Sure. But Forever 21, even though it's fast fashion, it does get, I mean, it has what I need sometimes. They've got some good basics. Uh, I love the again, socks at J. Crew. That's I, I, ah. I'm, I'm spoiled because I live with Michael and he right. can make something for me that I they, they either don't have in my size at the store or that I envision in my head. And I'm yeah. like, I want it to flow, but yet not look <laughs> like I'm wearing a bag. One of the funniest <laughs> things that ever happened was when I was in the mall, in a mall with you and Michael. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I like this store because I like their T-shirts. And it was um, Lucky Jeans. And Alan was like... What are you, a San Diego bro? Yeah. <laughs> but true. he said it yeah. so loud as we entered the store, and I was yeah. like, I guess I like their like silly beer shirts or whatever. Right. Right. But I just, yeah, I also, I mean, I, I don't, I find shopping, I don't know, I find it to be gruesome sometimes. <laughs> it's really it gruesome. Is. I mean, there's That's nothing, hard. there's nothing more humiliating than being in a store and getting the largest size of something and it not fitting you. Yeah. And, and also every store is different with size, which exactly. is also yeah. extra annoying. And realizing that you there's nothing for you at that store. Brent, you I were mean, a devotee ugh. to American Apparel, right? I loved American Apparel and which now feels so archaic. Yeah. You know, I I, I you know, in college you're like, I'm gonna change the world. I'm only gonna buy sweatshop free clothing. And then, you know, by two thousand nine you're like, I look sh- like shit in all of this. <laughs> It's really, it's like a really strange cut. Like, yeah. I have a couple T-shirts left that are the best, but like every other like T-shirt from, I've also never looked less attractive in my life than in the dressing rooms at American Apparel. Really? Yeah, it's like custom uh, it design. Was, it was dressing rooms already are not usually great, uh, but that those ones they had like just flood like neon yeah. flood lighting. Yeah, I remember that. I looked. Horrible! The, I yeah. can't believe I bought anything at that store. I just yeah, it's like terrible cha- everything. everything in American Apparel was meant to challenge you. Yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. ever fit me. Dare you? Even when I was it. at my thinnest, nothing ever fit me properly. Yeah, they were they, they were going they're out of their way to fuck you. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. I felt. They had really good scarves though. <laughs> the Infinity scarf. I lo- I still have it. You do. Yeah. I will say that. Um, rest in peace, Top Man. Is all I have to say. Oh, that's true. <laughs> What would your aunt say? Brent, what would your Aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's episode? You're right. I think I think some of the clothing you wear is almost too form-fitting. I can see your nipples. <laughs> My Aunt Joanne would say, who is this BP? <laughs> How about Aunt Anne? My Aunt Anne would say, what? No, do they call themselves the log cabin Republicans because Abraham Lincoln is gay? Because you know what? I could see it. Wait, log Log cabin Republicans. What does yeah. it have to do with Lincoln? Oh, Lincoln Logs. Yeah, yeah Link- got it. Well, no, not Lincoln Logs. Lincoln, Lincoln. He was born in a like a log log cabin. cabin. Oh, right, right, right. All of them, but also Lincoln Logs. Lincoln Logs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. I'm H. Allen Scott. Podcast Network.